When I was about 16, my parents decided that we all needed some family bonding time in the form of a couple weeks long road trip slash camping vacation thing. Sometime during the second week, they decided to stop to see some cave the billboards had promised would dazzle and amaze. I think it was called Station Cave or something like that. We bummed around a little gift shop until the one tour guide decided it was about time to lead the dozen or so patrons through the cave. It was a pretty standard family-friendly cave. A built-up path through the cave for us to walk on with the lights bolted into the walls for us to marvel at the repetitive damp beige walls and the stalagmite with their corresponding tights. It was about two miles of walking until we got to the end of the path. The guy told us this was as far as anyone had ever been in that cave. Allegedly, when the guy who first discovered the cave and built it up into the modern tourist trap we were standing in tried to extend the path further, he had gone missing for several days. When he finally emerged, he immediately sold the place and moved away. Local legend was his lamp had gone out and he spent days staring into the pitch blackness frozen in a trance before he snapped out of it and fled. Another legend said that he had tried to find the end of the cave, but deep in the cave he had heard voices urging him to descend deeper and deeper into the abyss. After an uncomfortably long, silent pause to let her ghost story sink in, The guide went over to a box on the wall and told us she was going to shut off the light to show how completely dark it was in the back of the cave. She flipped the switch, plunging us into the dark. I remember thinking it was cool at first, just standing there in the cold, damp cave air in complete darkness with nothing but the sound of my own breath. When I held my breath to listen for the sounds of everyone else, though, all I could hear were the faint drips from the ceiling. I didn't want to be the first person to say something and come off like I was scared of the dark, but after a few minutes of silence, I made some sort of comment along the lines of, I bet it'd be nice to sleep somewhere this dark and quiet, hoping someone would respond and break the silence. No one did. Without moving from where I was standing, I reached towards where my sister had been standing. I told myself I could play it off like I was trying to scare her in the dark, but the truth was I just wanted to see if anyone was actually still standing there. Nothing. I asked out loud how long we were going to stand in the dark trying to pull off an annoyed tone so no one would hear how nervous I was getting. Again, nothing. I tried to wait as long as I could bear before I took out my little keychain flashlight. At first I told myself I didn't want to look like I was scared of the dark in front of everyone, but I could tell that I was alone in the dark there. The truth was, I was scared to turn on the light and confirm that I was alone. When I finally worked up the courage, my lone light revealed what I already knew it would. Everyone was gone. I looked for the switch for the main lights, but it wasn't where I thought it had been. Looking around, the lights weren't on the walls either. The only sign of human activity was the square of concrete path I had been standing on. Everything else, including the path back up to the surface, was gone. I had lost my sense of direction there in the dark. Without the path out, 
it was a coin toss which way would lead me back to the surface and which would lead me deeper into the cave. I tried to remember the way based on the walls of the cave, but they all looked the same and my light couldn't really illuminate enough of the cave to really get my bearings. As I stood there trying to decide which way I should go, I gradually started hearing people talking a long ways off. Still too quiet to make out what they were saying, but distinctly voices. I looked towards where the voices were coming from. I saw a faint pale light coming from just around the bend, and I immediately started trying to walk towards it. Pretty quickly, I realized it couldn't have been the way we had gone in. The walls were gradually closing in, and the roof was clearly getting lower. I would have turned back, but it always seemed like I was just around the bend from whomever else was down there. Every time I routed a bend in the cave, I was sure that I was just around the corner from the source, but it seemed like no matter how far I went, they were always just around the next curve. Eventually, the passage was so small I was more or less crawling on my stomach. My body pressed against the damp ceiling, barely able to take a full breath. As I dived deeper in, the cool air gradually gave way to warmer air and then to outright hot air. At first, it was a relief. Climbing through the cold and damp had sapped my body heat, but pretty quickly it started to become really uncomfortable. The far-off voices started to change, too. They weren't getting any louder, and they still sounded just around the bend, but they started to sound clearer, even if I still couldn't quite make out what they were saying. The light had started to seem brighter, too. Instead of the barely perceptible pale light I had started following, it had gradually become brighter and taken on a distinctly orange hue. The changes in the voices and the light encouraged me. I pushed through the sweltering heat, squirming my way in between the ceiling and floor as quickly as I could, hoping I could catch up to whoever was in front of me. I had to practically hold my breath in order to fit through the tight spots. My lungs were burning for air, desperately trying to fully expand so I could catch my breath. Slowly, though, their desperate pleas were answered as the cave started to open up again. I found myself eventually in a large cavern, big enough for me to fully stand up and finally breathe deep. The air was full of this thick, pungent odor of rot and decay, but I was so thankful to finally be able to breathe again that I still took deep, gasping breaths. The light spilled into the room through a wide passage that took almost a 90 degree turn as soon as it left the main area. I stood there leaning up against the wall catching my breath for a few minutes. When I finally felt like I was ready to move on, I turned to continue through the cave when I noticed a large silhouette casting a shadow on the wall of the next passage. I almost shouted at them for joy, glad to finally have found someone else down here who could lead me out when I noticed that the voices had stopped. Well, the faint chatter of speech I had been following had stopped. In its place were howls and shrieks and horrid screams. I watched as the shadow of the figure began to move, as if its source was coming around the corner to greet me. I know how this is going to sound, but as the silhouette became more defined, I thought I could make out horns and the backwards jointed legs of a goat. 
I heard a deep and at the same time screeching voice call out my name and urging me to go deeper into the cave. I had seen enough Saturday morning cartoons to know what was casting that type of shadow. I turned to flee, darting back into the tunnel. I had just celebrated leaving. A bright red light flooded into the tunnel from behind me. I didn't dare to turn to see its source. I ran until the passage became too narrow and then crawled as fast as I could. I could hear heavy breathing behind me and I felt a searing heat. It felt like something was grabbing onto my legs, pulling me back. I fought against it as hard as I could, gripping to the rough stone in front of me to pull myself forwards inch by inch. I don't know if it was force of whatever was pulling me back or some sort of strange phenomenon, but it began to feel more like climbing a cliff face than crawling through a cave. The smell of rot from that chamber I had found my way into followed me, presumably from whatever it was that had followed behind me to drag me deeper in. My legs felt like they were burning as I pulled against the claws that I could feel sinking deeper and deeper into my legs. When the tunnel opened up, I was forced to continue pulling along with my arms, unable to stand with whatever it was that was crushing my legs in its grasp and unwilling to turn around to face it. The blinding red light following me illuminated the cavern so brightly I could barely see. As I came to the spot where everything had started, I saw somehow the entire path back to the surface had returned. I pulled my way with every ounce of strength I had towards the light box that I had been unable to find before. As I grabbed onto the box, I felt a forceful tug, like a last attempt to break my grasp and pull me back into that damned cave. As I felt my grip slipping, I grabbed the large mechanical switch and I managed to flip the switch, turning the lights back on. Instantly, heat and pain vanished. I was surrounded by a blinding, warm yellow light. As my eyes adjusted, I tried to look around and make out my surroundings. I wasn't in a cold, damp cave, or a searing hot one for that matter. I was lying in a bed. It took a minute for my brain to process the sudden change of scenery, but I was lying in a hospital bed in a well-lit room. An IV in my arm and one of those monitors rhythmically beeping behind me. From her chair in the corner, my mother looked up from a magazine she had been reading and told me I had given them all quite a fright. Apparently I had passed out when the lights had gone off and they rushed me to the nearest hospital. I ended up being discharged the next day. They had kept me for observations, but after I had woken up, I seemed perfectly healthy as far as anyone could tell. When it came time for me to change out of the hospital gown and back into my regular clothes to leave, I noticed deep silvery scars on my legs. They looked old and faded like I had had them for years. I've tried to look up that cave without really any success. The only thing I can find is a place somewhere in Ireland with a similar name. Allegedly, St. Patrick had told the pagans there was an entrance to hell.